Jasmine. And I'm Tracy. Welcome Welcome to the Happy Place Podcast. We're coming to you with conversations about mental health and self-care. Join us as we learn how to better take care of our minds. Just a disclaimer, we are not health professionals. We are merely a mother and a daughter on our own mental health journey, and we are sharing with you what we have learned. Hello, happy people. Hi, guys. <laughs> we're back with a new episode this week. We hope you guys you guys are all doing really good. We're doing fantastic. fantastic. <laughs> we did not plan that. <laughs> well, and, and last week we kind of were a little vague about some stuff and said some stuff's coming up. And so we're excited because this week we get to announce that stuff. So Yay. we're excited to let you know what's going on in our lives. Big news, big news. <laughs> Um, I kind of want, like, I'm kind of anxious to just, like, get into it. I don't know how you feel about that. Me but too. I, like, I don't even, I feel like all of the stuff that's happened throughout my week has to do with this anyways. Yeah. And so, like, I kind of feel like I just want to start talking. Well, and the funny <laughs> thing is, is that we've had this episode planned for a <laughs> while. <laughs> um, But we didn't want to do it until we didn't, until we could be mm-hmm. unfiltered. Yep. Because we, we wanted to it. just be open and honest and let you guys know what's going on in our lives. We talk about it in all its glory. <laughs> so I think I'm going to start. Yeah, you start. Because your story is first. Super big news for me. Yeah. Um, so just going back about a year and a half ago when I first started going to Teepee Night, my husband and I own Maple Mountain Fireplace and we've owned it for six years. And when I first started going to Teepee, I was getting a little burnout on that business. Um, my original plan was to do that business for about three to four years and then sell it or do something else. Mm-hmm. And so I was getting that itch knowing that time was there and I was ready to do something new. Um, and then going to Teepee inspired me and started making me realize what my dream and what my passions are and what my purpose is. And so I really started to ache to do, to live my purpose and my passion. Yeah. So um, at when we did teepee nights, we would sit in a circle around a fire and we would usually throw something into the fire, either something we wanted to release or something that we wanted to create. And so very early on, I started throwing into the fire that I wanted to sell my business. <laughs> and um, the one thing I won't get into for respect of my husband is numbers. numbers. <laughs> he doesn't like me discussing numbers, so I'll be a little vague there. But um, but if you've ever done sort of a law of attraction or a vision board or affirmations before, um, you know that that you usually want to stretch yourself on that. And so we were challenged to stretch ourselves a little bit. So when I was first thinking of the number that I thought our business was worth, I decided to stretch myself and put a larger number in the fire. <laughs> and that was the number that I put. And just for the sake of the story... I'm just going to say that the number is a 10, number 10. Yeah. Because I just want a number. The number 10. Like, let's say that she thought the business was maybe worth a number six, but instead she decided to put number 10. Perfect. Um, And so I put number 10 in the fire. And that was the number that I kept putting in the fire over probably a year's period. Even longer than maybe. Maybe even longer. Yeah. And, um, And then... After about a year of doing that, well, the whole year of doing that, my husband was very resistant because my husband kept saying, our business isn't worth number 10 mm-hmm. and I'm not willing to sell it for less than that number. So I, I don't, I don't want to sell. So I just decided that, okay, we're not on the same page, but I'm going to continue to put this in the fire, but I'm not going to bring it up anymore, mm-hmm. but I'm going to just continue to put this in the fire and create it. Um, there was one 
retreat that we had that I did a clay project and I created it in clay. Yeah. So if you picture my number 10, I created that in a clay project. Um, but he didn't know that number. Mm-hmm. And so go along, go along, go along. Finally, I became to the, I came to the point of acceptance. Yep. So in your life, you want to always look towards the future, but you also have to be grateful with where you're at and find gratitude and peace in what you have. And so in all my studies, I know that I've got to come to an acceptance and gratitude as, as where, at where I'm at. La, la, la. <laughs> <laughs> and so I really did. I, I honestly came to this acceptance place of this is our business. We've worked hard to create it. We decided to buy a new house. Mm-hmm. And so I started to look at it as this business is what gave me my new house. And I'm grateful for it. I'm so grateful. We've worked really hard. And I decided that my next goal was going to be getting the business running smoothly so that I didn't have to be involved in the day to day. So that eventually I could pursue my dream with or without the business. Right. So I, I really worked on that and really had come to an acceptance place and really wasn't thinking about selling the business anymore. Yep. And then one day my husband comes home and says, I want to sell the business. He was really frustrated that day. It was a really hard day with some really hard customers. And it was, yes. Anyways, I remember that day. So he comes home and says he wants to sell the business. And I'm kind of in shock because he's never been on board with that. And then all of a sudden he comes home and he wants to sell the business. Well, he pulls out a letter that he had gotten that he had had for a while. And I didn't know he had received this. And it was from a company that sells businesses, and it was a letter that said, your business is worth, remember my number, number 10. <laughs> he pulls it out, and he shows it to me, and I look back at him like, are you kidding me? Because that's my number. Yeah. <laughs> and so I thought, okay, this is a sign. We we probably need to call on this. But then you're, my next little, you know how people get letters in the mail, and then it ends up being some sort of a scam. Like scam or, yeah. So then my next thought is, okay, they're going to want money up front. It's going to be some sort of scam. And so we discussed, well, we're not going to do that. So if that's what it is, we're not going to do it. So Mm -hmm. we set up a meeting with this person, and um, he comes, and he tells us that our business is actually worth number 12. (laughs) So more. Than what I had stretched to think our business was worth. I love it. And, you know, us being a little skeptical, thought he's probably blowing a little smoke. And he showed us a breakdown of, okay, businesses that were worth number 12 actually only sold for about number five or number six. Yeah. So we knew, okay, well, we can put it out there for number 12, but if it we get an offer of number five or number six, we're not going to accept it. Yeah. So we may low. not sell it because we're not going to sell it for less than it's worth. Okay, wait, tell them, tell them the date that you decided to like go forward with this. Okay, so this was, this was beginning of January that mm-hmm. we met with this, this gentleman. For the first time. For the first time. Yeah, I just want to get this timeline in people's heads because it's really insane. And on, on January 11th, my husband and I were headed to Hawaii for a anniversary trip and we listed it that day for sale. And by the way, it, he did not want any money up front. It was a commission based, just like a real estate agent works, that if he sells the business, then, then he, he gets, gets commission. Mm-hmm. So we listed on January 11th, and he says, I will not bother you um, while, while you're in Hawaii, so I'll wait till you get back. So the day we get back from Hawaii, he calls us, and he has four people interested. <laughs> so this is like a week and a half after you met it, with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So he has four people interested. So that week we have um, some conference calls. Within the next couple weeks, we have a couple conference calls and we show the business to two different people that actually come down and look at the business. And within a week later, 
we have uh, full, two full price offers. Oh so gosh. no one even asked us to take lower. That never even came up. Two people gave us two full price offers. We just had to decide which one we wanted to go with from those two full price offers. <laughs> and remember, so those insane. full price offers were for the number 12, not the number 10. Not the number she created. That I had created all that time. Yeah. So the whole time I kept thinking, it's going to end up happening that we're only going to get the number 10 because that's what I created. And that's how law of attraction works, right? Right, right. But no, we got the number 12. <laughs> and not only did we get the number 12, but he hired a um, professional evaluator right. to value the business. So it's kind of like an appraiser when you sell your home. They ran a whole valuation on our business and it came in as number 13. <laughs> Sort of. <laughs> for, the, for number's sake. For number's sake. So, the, so that came in as actually higher than our full price. So anyways, long story short, um, he wanted to close on March 6th. Yep. So we listed on January 11th, <laughs> and by March 6th, the business was sold and closed. And just to back up a whole bunch, Matt, Jasmine and I started doing these podcasts about a year ago. Yep. I actually was looking at licensing. We applied for our licensing almost exactly a A year year ago. ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And we knew that this is what we wanted to do. But we got discouraged a little bit through the process because my business was so consuming that I didn't have the energy or the time to put into this. Well, and also I think that like there was a, I don't, I don't think that the business was ready for us yet either because it wasn't really a a clear-cut idea either. Yeah, it was still very vague in our head. We wanted it really bad, Mm -hmm. but we didn't really know how it looked. Mm -hmm. And then we even, if you guys remember, we even took a little break from podcasts for a little bit because both of us were feeling a little overwhelmed and discouraged and just weren't sure what our vision was like. And so my point of bringing that up is that I, you know, if you've ever watched The Secret or you've done Law of Attraction stuff, I struggled with it a little bit because I thought you can't just say you want something and then it appears. Yeah. And this whole process has really made me understand truly how the Law of Attraction works. Yep. It's a, you, you find, you decide what you want. You be, first thing you need to know is what you want. Yep. And you need to be clear about what you want. So yep. you get clear on what you want. Then you start to do the work yep. to get to what you want. You don't just sit back and go, oh, because I've set it and created it and put it on a vision board, it's going to happen. Well, you also have to recognize the opportunities that are thrown your way. You have to see opportunities. Because can you imagine what would have happened if you guys just didn't respond to that letter that had your number on it? Yeah, exactly. You it, know. it had the number. I mean, that's a sign right there. Right. Synchronicity after synchronicity <laughs> after synchronicity. I can't even emphasize enough how much synchronicity has happened. And you just have to be aware of that synchronicity. Yep. So that we had to, and in that time period, I worked my freaking ass off to get it ready to sell because I had to rewrite policy and procedures. Like I really put in the work and the most important thing that I really want to point out was the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Find that word. It close to synchronicity or allowing allowing surrender 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 I had to surrender to this is what I want this is what I have how do I learn to be in a gratitude for what I have mm-hmm. put that out there but let the universe let that let that happen when the time is ready right and I just had this surrender and it was the minute I surrendered that everything happened yep 
It was the minute that I found that gratitude and that surrender that everything happened. And then how everything's happened since that day has been, and I'm going to let Jasmine take over here in a second (laughs) because she's going to talk about the snowball and the synchronicities that have happened since that day. Yeah. And it just, it's amazing how things have just manifested. And if you keep your eyes open, how everything's happened. So I'm going to pass it to Jasmine. (laughs) I have chills right now because our big announcement that we've been waiting for that you guys may have already guessed is going to happen we are opening the happy place June 1st, 2019. And it gives 2020. Me 2020. <laughs> June 1st, 2020. Not the year, 2019. The year of clear vision. <laughs> year Perfect of clear vision. vision. June 1st, 2020. We are opening the happy place. And I have chills right now. My heart is beating so fast because I can't believe that this is actually happening. But so kind of to jump back a little bit again, uh, back to January. So I started my yoga instructor training in January and it was one of those things where like, I even wanted to do it sooner. Like I wanted to start my yoga instructor training in October, but it didn't end up working out because of school reasons and things like that. And looking back, it's so crazy. The path that I can see clearly that no, I had to do this first in order to get this or in order to understand this or in order to be able to handle this that has come after that. And so um, January, I'm in yoga instructor training. I find out that Maple Mountain Fireplace is on the market and you guys are selling the business. And I kind of started to panic a little bit because at this point we're we're still in the a little bit discouraged phase of the happy place. But as you guys know, so I was writing down every day because of my meditation teacher, the top five things that I wanted. And I know, I know, like I know, like I know, and I knew, like I knew, like I knew (laughs) that the happy place is something that I wanted to do. And so I wrote down every day that I want to open the happy place and that I want to have clarity as to what the happy place looks like. And yoga was a huge step for that because I feel like it kind of gives me a reason to open the happy place, right? It gives me a skill. It gives me something to bring to the table rather than just opening this place and okay, what is it? You know what I mean? And so it was really crucial that I did go to yoga instructor training and learn something that I could offer other than just myself, you know, which is also a good thing. I'm going to interfere really quick because I also want to point out numbers. Um, if you, and I, I haven't gotten into this much at all, but I'm really interested to get into numbers now Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of numerology and numbers Mm -hmm. are very powerful and there are magic numbers. And I just want to point out that, um, when we first started the happy place, we knew that there was going to be some costs involved yep. with like um, doing the retreats and stuff. Yep. And so Maple Mountain Fireplace loaned the happy place $2,500. Yep. And then Jasmine's yoga class cost $2,500. $2, and so <laughs> she paid for that. I paid for the, the 25 and then we're, it just, it all worked out it, that balance mm-hmm. out. So there's a balance there. Yep. So with my story, there was so much with the numbers. I just want to point out a little bit with the numbers. That the numbers are a big And we'll deal. have to do some studying on that so we can do a podcast For on sure. it. For sure. No, because there were even some things that like, as this process has gone forward or whatever, like I've had some numbers pop up in like just random places. But anyways, we'll get into that in another episode. So yeah, so I'm writing that down every day and... All of a sudden, my mom calls me and tells me that they got an offer on the business. And I 
at that point, I was so excited for you guys, but I was also like, what does that mean for me, you know? And I started getting a little scared, but I'm like, I can't, like, force anything to happen, Because you know? remember, she worked for Maple Mountain. Right. I work, oh, yes, I worked for Maple Mountain, and so I'm like, okay, what does that mean for me? So, one day, I'm going to work, and I always take the same way from my home to work, um, and I turned around the corner that I usually go around because I live on a corner I turned around that corner and there was construction on the road and I was kind of frustrated because I'm running a little late and I'm a little flustered and so I turn around and I drive down um and go in a different way and I pass this building and this building is significant because it's on Payson Main Street it's a building that I have taken pictures in front of multiple times every time I drive past it I always am like man that would be such a cool building to have and so I drive past this building and it has a for rent sign on it. And the business that was in there prior uh, was one that I thought was going to be there for a while. And so I didn't get my hopes up on that one at all, you know. So I drove past it. says it's for rent. So I write down the number and I drive to work. And on my way to work, I see like three more buildings that are for rent or for sale on this different drive to work. So I get to work and I know that I know that my mom's selling the business. So I say, hey, I just saw this building. Should I call on it? And she's like, yeah, you should call on it. And I'm like, okay. So it takes me a few days to call on this building. And because I'm kind of nervous about it and I'm thinking, okay, it's probably going to be like $1,500, $2,000 a month. And I just don't know if I can afford that. I don't know if I want to jump into that. And I just, I was finishing yoga instructor training like that week. Oh, maybe the week before. It was probably the week before. I finished yoga instructor training, and that's when I saw the building. Yep, that's what it was. So on that Saturday, so I had finished yoga instructor training on Saturday. I saw the building on, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, and then I called on the building Saturday morning. So on Saturday morning, I call the guy, and he says, oh, yeah, it's for rent for $900. And I'm like, $900? I don't know. Maybe I'll bleep out these numbers. We'll see. I don't think these are bad numbers. Okay, cool. (laughs) So, and in my head, my brain is, my mind is racing. My heart is beating because I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is pretty perfect. And then he proceeds to say, oh yeah, it's month to month. It's pretty, it's pretty chill. And would you like to come take a look at the building? And I'm like, um, yeah, sure. (laughs) So then I call my mom. We go and take a look at the building. It's got one big main room that's perfect for a yoga studio. There's a little room off to the side that's perfect for like a treatment room. It's got two bathrooms. It's the perfect size. It's blue and has these angel wings on the front, which is just like, if you know us, like we're all about wings and flying. Well, that day we took pictures in front of the angel wings. (laughs) We did. We did. And we're all about wings and flying. And my mom is really into butterflies and I'm really into like birds and sparrows and things like that. So that was just another like really cool thing. So... After we see it, our minds are just going. We went and we decided to go and look at this other building that was across the street that was for sale. So, and bear with me because this is actually important. But, um, so we decide on Monday we went to go look at that building. So, as we're driving to that building, the landlord calls me and says, Hey, um, so, or texts me and says, Hey, I don't know if you guys are still interested, but I really like you guys and your idea. Uh, My daughter-in-law really wants to take yoga classes from you, so she'll pay the utilities for you so you don't have to pay utilities. And then I'll get rid of the deposit so you don't have to pay a deposit too. And so I kind of feel like it was kind of like that extra little, like, this is your building, you know? Oh, it's been, I'll tell you guys, 
it's funny because anybody that knows that's ever tried to start a new project or a new business or a new venture, yeah. your fears come up. Oh, totally. Fears 100%. come up. And it's so easy when those fears come up to talk yourself out of it. And it's crazy how easy this has been. Not only that, but the universe is not allowing us, us to even have fears. time <laughs> yeah. to think about it. It's like, I swear the universe is like kicking us. Like, this is going to happen. Now. And you guys are not going to, I'm not even going to give you time to think. I'm not going to have you time to have fears. Like, it's going to happen whether you want it to happen or not just go along go go with the flow just go with the flow it's fine (laughs) so that's when I kind of had this like yeah this surrender point I had to stop thinking about it because he did tell us there was one other person that was interested so we move on it he tells us when we went to go sign the papers that the day after he had somebody call him and say that they wanted the building and he said oh I'm sorry it's too late it's already taken so had we waited one more day we would have lost that building well we that I would say that was only even maybe our little hesitant thing because Mm -hmm. it was March 1st was the first date we have to pay rent and yep. we're not opening till June 1st. Yep. And so there was that little bit of, oh, that we're going to pay rent for a couple months that we're not open. But we knew if we hesitated, we'd lose it. Yep. And, and so we did What's it. cool is, well, I'll let you no, tell it. That, well, I'll, I'm going to tell this. Yeah, It's yeah. kind of her story. <laughs> but what's cool is, so we signed the lease on March 1st. <laughs> Jasmine's already started teaching yoga classes At in house. her house. And I only have space for like six people in my house, max. Like that's the max amount of people I can fit. So, so we signed the stu- the studio on March first. Jasmine calls me a couple days later and says, "I think we're gonna have to have yoga at the studio tonight because I have fifteen people sign up for my class tonight." <laughs> we haven't done anything. We haven't cleaned it. We haven't. It needs paint. It needs so much. We haven't done anything. Well, and we it was thought just, it needed so much. And it was just all of a sudden, it was like, okay, I guess we're having a yoga class tonight at the studio. <laughs> And we ran over there and cleaned really fast and put some candles and dimmed the lights so you couldn't tell that it needed paint. And it was beautiful. <laughs> the energy was awesome. Everyone loved the class. Afterwards, people came up and were like, yeah, that was so awesome. Like, I'm so glad. And everyone was really excited about the studio. And it, I cried after Shavasana, like, saying, saying goodbye to everybody because I just, like, it felt so surreal. So surreal that a year ago, I left my job because I wanted to pursue this thing and then it started to feel unreachable but I still knew it was there and so I've been creating this for a little over a year now and here it is just like placed in front of me like the universe is just giving us this awesome gift saying run with this like take it and go please and it's crazy that we didn't even want to have yoga in that studio. We didn't want to do anything into the studio until June 1st. And it was completely 100% out of my control. Yeah. And we had to do Again, it. Again, the universe has been kicking us saying, kicking what are you us. waiting for? Just yeah. do it. Well, and then on top of that, I can't even tell you guys the amount of people that we're trying to keep this business thing a secret. As you know, like we weren't able to tell you guys about this last week because we're trying to get everything ready. We don't have a website yet. We're trying to get all these things ready so that we're prepared for June 1st and people keep reaching out to us to help to do things or like they hear from someone else or someone goes to yoga or my brother started a job and and his boss heard about it and so she's talking to me about all these connections that she has and all these people that want to come to yoga after our first yoga class one of the one of the women left and comes back in like two minutes later and says so this car just drove by and said, and rolled down the window and said, is that a yoga studio? <laughs> and I said, yep, class is at 9 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> and then she's like, cool, and then drove away. You know, I'm. it's just like, it's so perfect how 
once you get aligned, once you find your synchronicity, that word, and then you surrender to it, yeah. how things just line up and happen. You have to be willing to see them. You have to be willing to put in the work. I still have to work on the website and the podcast and all the, and yoga sequences. And I have to show up twice a week to teach the class, even though sometimes that really scares me. <laughs> You know, I still have to do the work and I still have to be there for it, but it it just happens like it's supposed to. And like it's crazy that I thought when I left when I left my job last year, I thought that this was going to happen within a couple of months. Like I thought we were going to open something within a couple of months. And it didn't happen that way and so I got a little discouraged, but the timing could not be better. You know, and so I think you have to just accept that things are going to happen when they're supposed to happen and things aren't going to happen when they're not ready to happen because there are so, I can't, like, we could talk for hours about all the little things that have happened to prove that this is the right time to me coming up with, oh, by the way, this is the happy place, a lifestyle studio, not a yoga studio. It's a lifestyle studio. And that is a name that I've been searching for for a year and have finally stumbled upon it. And so it's just like all these little things that just keep happening to reaffirm and reinforce that this dream should be a reality and it's ready right now. And we're we're making it happen. So well, <gasps> in the meantime, all of this is going on and my husband is very emotionally attached to the business. He, yeah. he defines himself by that business. It's yeah. been what he's done for most of his life, honestly, right. even though we've owned the business for six years. So he's struggling. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm going, I'm actually super excited. I almost feel bad that we're not on the same page because he's really struggling. And I'm just super excited because I'm like, oh my gosh, all my dreams are coming true. <laughs> so I'm trying to be very understanding of what he's going through. And at the same time, I'm telling him like, well, if you really don't want to sell the business, like I'll support you in that. Although I really want to sell the business. Yeah. Um, but so what happens with him is one day and I, gosh, I feel like this is just a storytelling episode. This no, is crazy. It is. This is what this episode is going to be. Sorry guys. <laughs> um, so my husband found a, an Eagle ring a couple years ago. He had lost his wedding ring and he was walking through a parking lot and found this ring on the ground and it was a ring with an Eagle on it. Mm-hmm. And he's worn that ever since. Mm-hmm. And so he's struggling with the business and going through this. And he goes to work one day after he had a talk with me about how bad he was struggling. He's like, okay, I'm really going to try to shift tomorrow. And he walks out of the store and this bald eagle or this huge eagle is flying over the store. Yeah. And he comes home and he tells me about it. Well, I have a little bit of experience with reading about like spirit guides and spirit animals. So I was really curious. So I look up, what does bald (laughs) eagle mean? An eagle conveys the powers and messages of the spirit. It's a man's connection to the divine because it flies higher than any other bird. If an eagle has appeared, it bestows freedom and courage to look ahead. Mm -hmm. So I read that to him and that helps a little bit. And I'm just trying to point out through this whole thing to him, all the synchronicities. Like we are being supported. Like the universe is supporting us. And my husband struggles with like god in the sense of there's a man up there controlling your life yeah you know and so he always struggles with that and so i'm trying to explain to him like no it's not that it's just that we're putting this energy out and and the universe is supporting us in what we're creating yep. and these little things are little symbols to let us know that we are supported right yep. now and what's going on so then two nights two days later he wakes up and he tells me he has a dream <laughs> that he's looking out the window and there's an eagle perched right outside our bedroom window 
And the eagle turns and looks him straight in the eye. <laughs> so we look up that dream interpretation, and that dream interpretation was about meditating, like meditating about what, what to do next and what your future. And, and going inside. Mm-hmm. And, and he's been really struggling with what, am, what do I do next. Yep. And so from that, he took that he needed to go up to the mountain and meditate, which is really funny because I'd been telling him he needed to meditate. <laughs> but I guess the eagle needed to tell him. The eagle needed to, needed to tell him he needed to meditate. <laughs> so there's just been really cool things for all of us. All, yeah. th- all three of us have just had some really cool things to just yeah. reinforce that this was the right decision. This, this is what we were meant to do to keep moving forward because I'm telling you, the fear came up like crazy with selling the business. I thought we were going to, I thought my husband was going to back out, Yeah. but we've just moved forward. We're now closed. The yoga studio is on its way to opening. We're holding classes. It's happening so fast and it is, it's kind of scary. So, I mean, when they say be careful what you wish for, it's kind of true, you know, because it's going to happen. Like if that's really what you want and what you're focusing on, it's going to happen. And so be careful about it because make sure that, Make sure that you are in gratitude always. And very intentional in the words that you use, yes. the things that you're creating, the things that you throw in the fire per se. <laughs> Be very intentional with that because yeah. it, 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 it's happening and it's, we've seen it over and over again. We've come up with hundreds of more examples just in the last couple of weeks. Yeah of things that have happened in our life. Well, one more really cool thing just to seal this off before I talk about our our step by step how we did this kind of thing but um I went to I went to work at Starbucks yesterday so I was just sitting um having coffee and working on my laptop in Starbucks and I turn around and I see Gary Price (laughs) so and my heart started beating because I'm like I get to go talk to Gary Price because he him and his wife, Lisa, have been such a big part of our journeys, both of our journeys, to creating the lives that we want. We've been to multiple of their retreats. Gary's the one that does clay. the clay creation. It was his yep. clay that I created that out of. Yeah, and and so I just felt like I have to go talk to him. So I walk out. Lisa's teepee that yes. I created that in. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so so um, I walk outside and I see him and... Uh, we hug and I start talking to him and um, Lisa had a speech on Monday and so I'm asking him how that went and he's like I heard that there's a lot of really fun awesome stuff happening for you and your mom and I'm like yeah and then I like start getting emotional and I'm like I just have to say thank you to you and Lisa and like I really owe Lisa a thank you as well because like I just don't feel like we could have done this without you guys you know like I feel like I have transformed so much in the past year year and a half really um because of because of their retreats and because of teepee and because of all of these lessons that I've learned from them and I just was in so much gratitude yesterday and like yeah it was just really cool to talk to him and you know Gary he's just such a kind loving like celebratory person that he was just like well and I just want to say um just for any of you out there of how you can be that support to others really all they did, so simple but yep. so huge, <laughs> is hold space. Yep. They just have the courage to hold space for others. And be an example. And be an example of creation. And it just, anybody can, we can all do that. Hold space and encourage and celebrate with people. They're so good at celebrating. Matt and I kept this a secret for a long time because we didn't know what would happen. What if it? What if the guy backs out? What if it doesn't close? 
We didn't know, so we didn't want to share it with anybody until we knew it was going to happen. But Lisa and Gary were the first ones we called (laughs) because we just owed them so much gratitude for holding the space, for believing in us, and for creating that space for us to create what we created. Yep, exactly. So the last thing I just want to say really quick, just because we talked about this in such a whirlwind this episode, is I really want to just break down what we did. So, I mean, with our support, our mentors, our our husbands, our friends, our families, obviously we had all of that support from people. So definitely find your support system. But first is to get honest about, we got honest about what we wanted and why we wanted it. And we thought about it, we journaled about it, we meditated on it for over a year. We wrote about, we wrote, we wrote it, down, it down, we, wrote we ideas, podcasted we about it. <laughs> we just kept putting We it made out it there. out of clay, we put it in the fire. And that <laughs> leads right into the next one, which is visualize and repeat. So mantras, top fives, vision boards, podcasting, journaling, all of those things, just keep repeating it and keep manifesting it like it's going to happen, like it is yours. And don't give up. No. That everyone's timing is different. It yes. could happen in a day. It could happen in a year. It took a year for us. Yep. But it, it's the timing is perfect, and we never see that until afterwards. Yep. Because we want to force things. We want to push things. We want them to happen in our time. Yep. But now that it's happened, me and Jasmine are so clear that it couldn't have happened sooner. Yep. This was the time. So patience. Yeah. Being patient. patient. And, yeah, being patient and accepting the timing and knowing that it's going to happen when it's supposed to. Yeah. And then finally, gratitude. Like like you said, it didn't happen until you got into a space of accepting where you were and having gratitude for what you have. And then all of a sudden, here it comes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and my husband made a really good point when it started to happen and his fear started coming up. Mm -hmm. And I said, are you okay with this? Are you wanting to back out? And he goes, I don't feel like we could stop it if we wanted to. (laughs) And I feel like that's happening with our yoga studio yep. right now. Even if all the if fears in the to. world came up and we were like, no, we don't want to do this, it's going to happen. Yeah, <laughs> so. like we almost don't even have a choice anymore. <laughs> so do you want to read the quote really quick? Yep, and I just want to say I know that Jasmine and I were a lot of energy. So if you've <laughs> made it this far, thank you for bearing with us. Take a deep breath. <sighs> We love you guys. We have a lot of excitement and a lot of passion. Yes, we do. I know we were a little intense. (laughs) So our quote for the day, you create everything that happens to you. It is only by acknowledging that you have created everything up until now that you can take charge of creating the future you want. Jack Canfield. Awesome. Well, that is about it for this episode. This is a major episode for us. Um... If you want to find us, you can find us on Instagram at The Happy Place Project or on Facebook at The Happy Place. You can email us at thehappyplaceproject at gmail.com. And soon to be, you can find us find us in Payson, Utah at The Happy Place, the actual lifestyle studio. So you guys be on the lookout for news about that. I'll be posting about it on social media. So if you want to follow that journey, um, I since we've announced it this week, next week I'm going to start posting about our journey, our renovations of the place so that you guys can follow up to the actual day of opening. So, and if you're local, if you're local, we are looking for some yoga instructors. Mm -hmm. We're looking for, um, 
energy workers or if you have some sort of lifestyle type of like hobby or think something that you feel like you want to teach to other people even like dance classes mm-hmm. reach out because we may have space for it so if you're looking for a place if you're maybe a stay-at-home mom and you just want to teach once a week or if you have a product that you make like um like bags or lotions or things like that come and talk to us and we can't promise that we're going to be able to sell everything that everybody brings to us because as you know like as a business there are things and standards that we have to there are things that we have to be aware of and we have limited space and we have limited space but please reach out to us because we would really love to stay local and and support local moms and local businesses and local and, our, and one of our main standards is that if it, it, it's got to be organic, local, handmade. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, reach out to us, let us know, and we're, we're, we'd love to team up with you. We really want to support local. We're so excited, you guys, and we hope that you are too. And we will talk to you in two weeks. Love you. Be, be strong. strong.